Welcome to the Branding Blog Podcast. I'm Dave Young, and I am, I'm tickled to have uh, Rafferty Pendry as my guest today. Uh, we, we call him Raffy. People that know him call him Raffy, but it's, it's Rafferty Pendry. And Raffy, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. You were named after Jerry Rafferty, the, the, the uh, recording artist from the, the late 70s, were you? Not quite, Dave. Actually, uh, it's a very epic story about finding my name in a naming book. Really? And liking it and deciding that was it, and away we go. You found it, or your parents found it? No, I, was, I wasn't alive yet. Okay. So my parents found it. I, it's the only other place I've ever seen that, I think, if, if, if I th- think about it, is uh, Jerry Rafferty. Uh, uh, I think Baker Street was the song. You're, you're way too young to remember it. <laughs> I, I love it, throwing you a curveball like that, the very first thing out the gate. So I appreciate it. I, that's why I like our conversations. This is good. It's always fun. You and I met down at Wizard Academy. It's got to be, I'm thinking, five or six years ago. Yeah, yep. Some, something like that. And and um, just it's just been an interesting ride. You, I, I, I guess the only way I could think of to describe you is you're one of those kids. You were one of those um, uh, wonderkind boy genius types. Is that is that fair to say? Or is that is that overboard? I, I don't know. I appreciate it though. That's Thank the you. impression I got. If I remember right, you were <laughs> were you twenty one or twenty two when we met? Something like that. Twenty one. Yeah, and you you no, already. Not even I was just I was just I was twenty. I mean, the thing is, you I think you at that point you had more employees than 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 I'd ever managed. Yeah, I don't remember how. Many at least had you had you had you had guys working with you for you. You you were a web development and design company. And, um, I, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty cool. In fact, at that, at that session at, uh, at wizard Academy is, is where, uh, you and I were talking about blogs and, um, I had kind of a, just a lame thing on my blog and, and it, it's, uh, one of your designers, I think, uh, is it Carrie? Is that right? Rodrigo. 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 Um, yep. Whipped up my branding blog logo, the one that's still at the top of my site, in in I don't know what a couple hours, something like that, and got it back to you. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that I was, think by the time break came around, it was done. Yeah, I mean that was so cool. I I think we had it up on the site before before the seminar was done. Um, yeah, and so you've you've gone on. I mean you've you've you continued to build that company and now you've moved into, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what to call it. What just wholesale business development and web development uh, for, for your own projects. Is that kind of where it's at now? Yeah. It's kind of interesting to explain it. We're really a technology company that builds systems, web-based applications that people can subscribe to, to help them better manage their business. So, we build all sorts of different tools that can allow people to manage more efficiently. Our goal as a company is to make the world more efficient. So that's kind of the mentality behind everything we do. Now, are you still pretty much a virtual company or do you, do you have like a, a, an office full of people that come in every day or are your, your folks scattered all over? Most of our staff are all over the place. So we have guys in... Chile, Los Angeles, Arkansas, here in Florida, one guy in India. Okay. Kind of all over the place. 
and that's that's fairly typical these days for for a company like yours. And, and so we do have an office area that that the staff here in Florida come into, and what what happened was we started getting enough people in this one location that it made sense to to get an office space here. So my my question for you, before we start talking about some of the services that you've created uh, that are really cool, by the way, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about um, two or three things here. One is a, a training um, platform. One is a statistics platform, and you're going to have to explain what these are to me. And then another is is a, a project that um, is really cool for local businesses and retailers. Uh, but I'd, I'd really like to talk to you just for a few minutes about business building, if that's all right. Sure. Uh, yeah, totally. Because even even at your age, you've got a lot of a lot of experience in um, managing outsourced people, managing people that don't come to work every day. Uh, obviously, recruiting and finding those kinds of people. What are, what have been some of the challenges in just building your own business, let alone? Uh, some of the some of the platforms and things that you've done for and with other people. Sure. So, some of the challenges. Do you want the challenge and the solution, or do you want me to just give you the challenge? Oh yeah, just the challenges. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think people want to know the solution, Rafi. Sorry, listeners. Sign up here for the solution. Yeah, the problem. the, the problems are self evident, but the solutions are going to cost yeah. you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no. So the the challenge. Some of the challenges that we've run into are managing people remotely can be a tricky can be a tricky process you have to have the right kind of company and also mentally you have to be prepared for dealing with people in that way because for micromanagers mm-hmm. managing remotely is like a nightmare because you can't sit there and look over somebody's shoulder all the time and you can't, oh, well, what if they came in three minutes late? How, how do you actually manage all of that? I've, uh, seen, I've for, seen some of these outsourced programs, you know, where you can, you can get a virtual assistant or you can get somebody to do design work and things like that. And the, the platform they're built on actually screen records their work. Yep. Or, yep. or has that, a cam- uh, like you, Some of them even have a dead. webcam on them. And I think, who would want to do that? That is creepy. Don't is know it? about that. Yeah, I, I, I just yeah. So, but but that's not that's not the approach you take. It's, it's probably more about just choosing the right people, isn't it? Yeah. So it's interesting because in, in the case that you have somebody working remotely, if if there, there's a couple of decisions you have to make. One is, is this somebody you want just as a part time setup? You just want them handling certain cycles part time. In that case, there are some good services out there to help manage that, like Odesk is one. It's just the letter O, desk.com. And you still have to vet those people. You still have to make sure that they're going to understand what you're looking for, um, what what you're trying to get, and that you have a stated objective. See, one of the things that I see as a mistake that people do when when they're looking for remote people to take on projects is sometimes they try passing on the responsibility of figuring out the task Uh, to those other people. So just research this out and figure it out for me. And in all of the cases I've seen for that, I've seen people fail. In that point, um, on that specific topic, which is 
if you have a task that you can detail out and give very defined, okay, so here's how this thing works, and here's the result that I'm expecting, it's a lot easier to remotely manage people because you're basing your expectations now on whether they actually got that done. Uh-huh. But you have to be willing to take the time to sit down and detail out the task. Um, yes, there are people that you can hire on more of a salary type basis. So the first thing I was talking about are kind of an independent contractor type of approach where you're going to hire somebody to help with certain tasks. In that case, it's best to just detail out the task exactly as you want them. Go through them yourself. Is, you it, ever, is it ever yeah. a good idea to, to, to outsource the person that's going to write that detail down? I mean, because to me, I mean, sometimes you think you know what it is you want, but you don't. if you don't know the technical terminology and you don't know uh, the steps that are involved. I, I was thinking, I, I heard a guy talking about this just the other day, and, and, and one of the things he said is that, that he actually used to work as, as kind of the, uh, the person that would write out the scope of a project for companies so that when they did sure, pass yeah, it on, so- uh, those expectations were managed. Yeah, and so sometimes what happens is the guy who can work all of that out is going to be the guy who will do it. But in some cases, if you need somebody with more expertise who will generally be more expensive to, to lay that out, lay out the scope and the expectations, you can do that and then have somebody that actually can go ahead and do the work who will, in many cases, be less expensive. So cost-wise, it'll be less expensive to, to actually have them go and do it. And I suppose so. Yeah, it's, it's totally up to you in terms of how how you do that. In most cases, in most of the types of tasks that I would outsource, anyways, I personally go through it or have one of my staff, who's a salaried employee, who's over that respective area, go through the whole task and detail it out very specifically, like write write it down. Don't just explain it over the phone or a Skype call because you run into the fact that the person, oh, okay, they kind of forgot how to do one part. Now they have to ask uh-huh. you again and again and again, and now you're having to answer the same question over and over again. Sure. So that, that's kind of from the contractor side. And then the, the salaried employee side, I have found my staff in all, in all sorts of ways. It's been kind of an interesting thing. I was on a project in Mojave Desert, and I was working – out there uh, on a two week project and, and came across this guy from Chile who said, Oh yeah, my brother's a designer. And I said, okay, well your brother's a designer. That, that's, that's cool. He said, yeah, you know, are you looking for designers? I said, uh, sometimes, I mean, if you just have him shoot me his portfolio, because in my case, many people's brothers are designers. And in, <laughs> in, a, in a lot of cases, the, the work is not as exciting as I would have hoped. But he sent it over, and I was completely blown away. And so th- it, that was the beginning of the conversation with Rodrigo from Chile. Uh, through a friend, I got in touch with Carrie, our CTO, Chief Technology Officer. And through, so through that friend, I got a, a hold of him, did a bunch of independent contractor-type work. Then he came on as a salaried employee. So. We've had a very different approach to how we've gotten our staff, and a lot of it comes when you can detail out exactly what you're looking for in a person. You know how they work, their work ethic, how good they are at communicating, how good they are at completing tasks, 
are they the type of person that needs to be the thinker and the originator? Because mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, that's the CEO's role. And yes, you do want to have certain people leading areas that can become the thinker and the, the guy for that area, or just the execution guy. If you want to be the one to detail everything out, here's what you guys do. But you have to know that going into it. And I, I think it helps a lot to have that really clear in your head because every time I've done that, I have found the absolute perfect person for that position. Sure. Now, you and your team have, have uh, you've, you've done multiple things since, since we first met. I, I can remember, um, as you had some, some platforms for article publication, and, and, and there have been some SEO changes that have probably, uh, I don't know if it hurt you, but, but that kind of seemed to, to kind of kick the article publishing uh, side of the internet kind of in the teeth a little bit here a year or two ago. Uh, and I'm thinking there there've been some other things. How many how many of these projects these these um you know you you're obviously one company but you've launched several different kinds of of I don't know how you call them internally business lines. Uh, do you think of them as other companies? How how do you Yeah, so we we break we kind of we treat them as different companies. And so sometimes you'll have one that needs more resources in a support type role. Uh-huh. So when you when you're assigning or when you're basically hiring for that, you'll want to hire people who can then more specifically handle the support for that. Uh, you, you'll find that there are some things, at least in our case, there are some things that are shared across all of them uh, because we build web-based tools or applications, we have found that a lot of things can be automated. And okay. so we automate as much as, we, as much as we can. And so, yeah, we treat each one as its own business. We have the income for that, the expenses for that, the financials for that particular business. And that way, it doesn't get obscured in the business as a whole. If you have one that's being a money sucker, that doesn't happen. You, you know when to pull the plug yeah, and you know that it's not going to sink the whole company. Right, exactly. How many how many things exactly. have you started? Uh, you know, that, that's always the interesting uh, journey of the entrepreneur is, is uh, sure. a lot of people start a lot of things and then uh, they either get traction or they don't and then it's on to something new. What's been your record with that? I mean, what what's been your experience? Sure. So we had an article publishing platform that we had built and actually started another platform at the same time that that grew beyond uh, what our initial expectations were. It started growing really quickly. The article one, we had only pushed to a certain degree. So we've actually built five separate businesses since we last, uh, since I actually met you, mm-hmm. we've actually built five total systems. Four we're currently still running and and all have seen strong expansion. We've been very happy with the results. One is a free tool, which is socialfollow.com. Okay. And that's the social button. You can basically put it on your website if you want to link to your uh, blog, your website, Facebook, Twitter. We have 
a few hundred social account sites in there that you can actually link to, and you can manage the whole thing from your button. It's just a very simple, basic tool. Um, the Then we have the Graysuit Retail, mm-hmm. which is our online tool, and I know you had mentioned we'll go into it in a little bit more detail, but, but essentially it helps you handle your online marketing. So your website, your blog, email marketing, all of that can be managed in one centralized place. We have Rethink Training, which is our online training platform and is actually our newest one. And then we have Real Statistics, which is our uh, statistics online graphing tool. Okay. So, that's so kind of now, the, now you, know, you at, at some point you were involved in in building WordPress sites for for lots of different people. And are, are you out of that realm of things now? You're you're not doing a lot of uh, uh, web development for companies. For the most part, we're out of it. We we take on projects here and there when we come across an interesting project that you know, we, we find interesting and we have the resources available to take it on, we'll take it on. But otherwise, for, for the most part, we don't, don't take them on. Okay. Well, let's, let's switch and, and talk a little bit about some of these others. Um, since I think it was the last one you mentioned, tell me about Real Statistics. And it's, it's at realstatistics.com. And this is kind yep. of a business dashboard type of a thing. Tell, yeah, tell sure. me who's so using this, it and what they're using it for. Sure. So we have kind of a wide we have a wide range of companies using it, and and in many cases, it's a consulting company who wants who manages other companies. And and what we have found, and we actually built it originally to scratch our own itch. Uh, okay. We wanted a way to measure the production of our staff, and because especially because they're remote, we don't we've removed the whole who can make the boss happiest equation out of the picture. It's really based on how you're producing. And we have a very strong kind of friendship among the staff, really. I mean, it, it, we are friends. We like spending time with each other. And even if those have grown from the fact that they actually started with our business, we get along really well. But that's because... Everybody understands when they come on, they're given a graph, a statistic that measures what they're producing. And it's, you're measuring it based on how much they produce each day. They just log in, input that number in there, and it's comparing that then on a graph to an earlier time period of the same thing. So what we've done is removed out of the picture, well... The, the, so that I don't manage and nobody else in the none of our other executives manage based on how they're feeling today or, you know, what if they have a bad right. day and you go take it out on your employees and that guy could have been producing amazing work. You don't want that. So we removed that out of the picture and created real statistics. And so we have a lot of consulting companies and individual companies who want to manage their business based on a hard number, a hard fact, rather than, well, I feel bad today, so I'm going to go beat on this employee. All right, let me, let me give you an example. So I've, I've got sure. um, a client that's in, in a service business where he's got teams of, of, of salesmen and installers that go out. Um, so they, they could actually plug in their sales numbers and, and see them graphed and plug in their, their profitability margins and things like that. 
Yep, exactly. Is, is that so the kind of thing? Out in the field. Exactly. And so when you have people out in the field, that's a great example. When you have people out in the field, you can give each one of them a graph. Each of those guys plugs it in. And through our system, you can create equation graphs that automatically total them all together. So it can take all of those, total them together, and then you can look at the totals as well as all of the individual people, however that may break down for your company. So if you have managers, you can, you can kind of group them how you want. Mm-hmm. And that allows you to see what was actually getting done rather than, okay, well, the guy you know, came back and he kind of did this one but had a bad day. Well, then you forget about it. The next day he had a bad day. The next day he had a bad day. The next day he had a bad day. But if you're only operating on kind of what you're feeling from the guy, you may not pick up on it until it's really late. Well, this guy's having a really bad day multiple <laughs> days in a row. Let's let's see what we can do to help He's him out. causing the company to have a really bad year. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. And then and and from that, from our perspective, it's really a tool, not as a management penalizing perspective it's a it's it's for him so that he so that he always knows i'm going to manage based on what he's actually getting done you know when our developers produce more we came up with a point system that shows how much they're actually getting done doesn't have to do with lines of code because that's not what you want you don't want tons and tons of lines of code you want it based on completing of different tasks so we our programmers going along programming, doing better and better and better, I can look and see that, go, great. If I see it slump, I can see this guy needs help with something. Hey, what's up? I saw that there's, you know, a uh, kind of crash on that, that uh, this last week, what, you know, what was happening? So it takes it out of the managing on strictly based on uh, how you're feeling and puts it into an actual hard number. That's really cool. So um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, th- th- that's the kind of thing that, that, like, like this this guy that I'm thinking about. They're, they're. I don't know if they do it every day, but at least at the end of the month, they try to compile all those things. Right? How many leads came in? What were their sources? Um, they could they could do this with realstatistics.com and just keep that all in a place where they could just look at it and and easily compare it and things like that. Yep, exactly. Okay. And then um, I'm looking at it right now. You you can also, if, if you know what you're doing, I guess, hook it up to uh, any kind of a database program so you can pull numbers in. Yep, you, we if, built uh, what's called an API for that. It's uh, an interface between two systems. And so we have people who with e-commerce type applications who who have some e-commerce program that gives them numbers, but doesn't necess- they can't compare it very easily to earlier times. And just looking at numbers, even looking at a number compared to an earlier number, is difficult to see. So we have people who have their own databases of all, all sorts of things, um, including e-commerce. We have guys who have their own custom databases who will hook up to this and feed their numbers into the system, and then they have the graphs automatically generated. Okay, very cool. Very cool indeed. Uh, let's switch to another one. <laughs> sure. So, uh, rethinktraining.com. This is this is a yes. platform that you've built for uh, businesses that need a platform for managing training of employees. Is that did I say that? Yes, it's our platform uh, for people that need a platform <laughs> for needing a platform. No. Yes. Uh, yeah. What we did is we th- this one was built 
specifically so that, again, it, it was actually built originally. The, the first thought was, I want to train staff who are all over the place and train them consistently because I'm having to go through the same training. There's certain basic staff training that I do with everybody who comes on. We go over overall things, high-level company stuff, where we're going, what we're, you know, what our goal is and things like that. All of that can be done and documented so that I don't have to do it every single time. Gotcha. We are very finicky on not doing tasks more than one time if we don't need to. And especially when, you, when something happens every time you hire a new person, as we started hiring more staff, it became apparent we need to make this documentable. And so we basically took our what we needed, then combined that with a bunch of our existing customers on real statistics because I ex- had explained to them what we wanted to build, got a lot of great feedback. And so we built this tool to solve the issue of allowing you to, to train your staff easily using a whole combination of documents, video, multiple choice quizzes, essays, uh, and then giving you the visibility to see how they're actually progressing through it. And, you know, another term that people use is like learning management system. Uh That's one of the terms out there. But most learning management systems were actually built for schools. And and unfortunately, because I would have originally, we were looking for one, they, a lot of them are very difficult to use. They they have a, a high fee for getting started. They are just ugly and I'm very sensitive to marketing. So it's important to me that it's clean. Yeah, it's I've, I've, I've actually got some experience with one called Moodle and it's open source. The, the, the whole issue with that was, first of all, it's ugly. And, and secondly, you about have to hire, even though it's open source, you just about have to hire a consultant to, to do anything with it. Totally. Because totally. And that, that was one so of the ones that we had use. actually looked at. Yeah, totally. We we had gone through, we went through four different learning management systems before we built this one. And one of the things that I had realized is because so many of them were actually built for schooling, schooling, you're, you're laying out, you have four-year curriculum or at least a year of curriculum that you're going to do with people. You have these long training, but that's not the way people train in business. You know, when I train somebody, they're going to ask me, hey, how do I do blah? or ask one of my other managers, how do you do this? Yeah, They'll sit down and in 10 minutes explain to this guy how to do this thing. And, and so that's something the guy only does every so often. The guy then comes back <laughs> two weeks later, a month later, two months later, and says, hey, how do you do that again? Yeah. And so- that, that kind of repetitive having to do that is, is, makes it difficult. And so what we did... We made it so that you can actually very quickly put together training. We literally have people start and in minutes have their first course put together because they already have a document that explains this. Or they can sit down and just type it in, save it, assign it to the staff. Or they can point a webcam at somebody that knows how to do it and have them explain it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. They can record their video. They pop it in there. Uh, or do a screen. We have people who use Camtasia, upload those videos into the system. Um, and, and you can assign training either on an individual basis or you can assign it to different groups within your company. So you could have all of your sales guys. You come out with a new product. You create 
a short course that explains how to sell that product, what are the, the main selling points, give them a few PDFs that you want them to download, as well as overall things that they should know. Right. Any videos on it, whatever you want, you put that all together, assign it to, you t- You hit assign to, type in sales, hit assign, and ever all of those guys get an email notification that they have new training available to them. They can log in and do it. And at any point, you can see where they stand on that training. So you can see they got f- through the first few steps, but they fell off, they got stuck. Or they failed the quiz or... Whatever. Right, exactly. You can see all of that that data real time, right? And, in, and this in is the, something, I mean, this is the kind of thing that, that normally you're going to find in, in big, big companies. Like, I, I know Walmart has a system like this, right? And they're training right. thousands upon thousands of people. But this is something that's priced so that a, a, a pretty small company can, can start taking advantage of it pretty quickly. Totally, totally. And, and there's a level of service that comes with all of our products because the end game from a technology company perspective, I've seen many technology companies who do this, their end game is the system itself. And so they add every feature they can ever think of and they're based, they're building them based on what they can think of. And they're not doing it based on what the users who are using the system actually need. And so, or they'll build things that 1% of their users actually need. And it makes it so much more complicated for the 99% who don't actually need that. Yeah. So in their case, what they're doing is um, they're they're making it difficult for for almost everybody else just for the sake of a few. And so with, with our system, we actually have a level of support because the end game for us is that somebody's actually using our tool. So we train them on how to use it. We give them advice and recommendations. We do as much as we can to help people get up and running and actively using it. And uh, what's interesting is that when somebody starts, they find that our that level of service, they, they become – they really like us and our support staff and – the company in general, because if they run into any problems, which inevitably with every system on the planet, you will. There's going to be little bugs. There's going to be little problems. Hey, if could we add this because it would make my life so much easier? We are very fast in responding to those and address them very quickly and, and try to limit it as much as possible in the first place. Very cool. All right. So finally, um, and this is one that I know we could come back to and, and – uh, talk about for a long time and it's the gray suit retail sure um and i know this this got started as a project for uh a furniture company in essence really i mean is that is that right yep yep exactly and so they were they were looking at a way to to get into e-commerce and and what it's evolved to is this whole platform that just about any retailer service business can use uh, to manage their website, to manage their content, to manage their sales. Tell me more. Yeah, sure. So w- we originally created this so that we could have people uh, – originally I'll, – I'll back up a little bit. Originally, we were building custom websites with shopping carts and and mostly product catalogs for different retail stores. And – we tried partnering with different companies to provide parts of 
this thing. And what, what ended up happening is, and just in general, I mean, we scoured the web for companies that can, can build product catalogs and can do this and can do that. And eventually what it came down to was that we really needed to build this ourselves because there was nobody who had solved making it easy to manage your product catalog and your website. That was that combination um, and giving you the flexibility to either do it yourself or a level of support that can help you with that managing. So that was where it all started. And so we actually built the shopping cart as the first thing because we were trying to partner with another company who had a a product catalog. Uh That didn't end up working out. And so we ended up building the product catalog next. And when we were in the middle of building the product catalog, it's kind of a reverse way of building it. Most people would start with a website, then add a product catalog, then add a shopping cart. We actually built it shopping cart, product catalog, then and then the website. And so with that foundation, we started building uh, these theme-based websites. So they're, they're overall general themes. And what we found is that there's, there's, a lot, there's only a few commonly used themes for websites anyways. Um, you, you don't have – there are parts that give it a lot of variation. But the overall layouts are pretty similar. So you're going to have mm-hmm. a sidebar. They're going to be on the right the left or the bottom. Sure. And so th- there was these things that we, we wanted to build in a flexibility for people, but make it affordable. And so we, we did that. And what, what started happening is people were very happy with, well, how this is so easy for me to manage my, my product catalog. They can drag and drop the order of the products appear on their site. They can, uh, if they want to edit, add their own custom products, they can just load them up, add their own, product photos. If uh, there are people who we have a level of service where we help build all of the products for them. So we we had a lot of people who were happy with that, but we started getting asked, okay, well, good blog. That was a natural thing for us because we believe blogging is very important for your website to help you sell more stuff. And our focus, this is a, it was a project put together um, between two different companies, one having a retail background, which is David Lively, and me and my team having a technology background. Mm -hmm. And so between the two of us, we have built a platform that allows you, today, it allows you to manage your website, product catalog, shopping cart, your blog, email marketing. We even do Craigslist posting. We have 11 Facebook apps (laughs) and also view and manage your uh, analytics for all of those different things from one centralized dashboard. So you can log in as a retailer to one place, manage all of that. So you don't have to have a provider for a website and then a different provider for a blog and then a different provider for your shopping cart. And, and then somebody to keep them all tied together and working together. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that those people now have the whole thing centralized into one tool and the level of service that we provide. And, and, uh, we've been getting great results from that. Well, that's terrific. And I, boy, I can see where that'd be really attractive to, to lots of, uh, 
lots of business owners. Uh, did you say AdWords is, is integrated into it or no? Uh, no, uh, Google Analytics. Google Analytics and Craigslist. So, yeah, okay. it, exactly. And then one other thing is everything that we have done is geared towards helping you sell more. We're very upfront and direct about if your website does not produce for you, if it's not producing income, you should fire it. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it because that's what it's all about. When you get into a retail world, it becomes very clear now having been very involved for a number, you know, a few years now. Um, I'm just a, a baby compared to some of the other guys we work with on the retail side, but I can see very clearly how, well, you have to sell this product. They buy this product. Now they have to sell that product. And that may be a kind of like a, a duh. Like it may just be, wow, okay, what, whatever, Rafi, that's, of course, everybody should do that, but they don't. Yeah. A lot of companies, it ends with, well, here's the technology. Now, blogging, blog, blog, whatever you want. No. Nobody says, well, here's, here are ideas of things you should blog about. Or right. it's, you know, and I know in, in your case, um, in the branding blog, things like this, like you, the branding blog, are tools that we use with people to help explain to them, here, here's great information out there. There's great information out there. But rather than in email marketing, just letting people send out emails. Well, what are they sending emails out about? They don't, they don't know. Yeah. But I if want you don't to have a plan for it. Yeah. Right. So in our case, everything that we do is geared towards helping people sell more stuff. And we look at it and, and, and see companies who are on our platform that are very small retail operations selling, outselling online, much bigger retail operations and the other ones are trying to figure out what's going on. And it's the combination of tools. Sure, you can have a website, but a website's not a website. Yeah. So anyways, that, that's kind of the, the overview of that. So everything we do is all about helping you sell more stuff. That's, that's what we care about. Well, that's awesome. And, and, and the pricing on that goes from a low end of, of 100 or so a month up to a lot more depending on yeah. the services that you, that you need. A couple hundred to a few thousand bucks a month, you know, depending on on what you need. Very cool, Rafi. Um, I know you've got to run, um, and and you know we've got to get together sometime and just 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 do more of this. I, I love learning about what you're doing, and uh, it's it's always fascinating to me to to see uh, all the cool new stuff that you've come up with. We didn't even really touch on your on your suite of Facebook apps, so. You know, we'll we'll have to make sure that we we hit this again soon and and uh, and really drill down maybe a little deeper on on some of the things that you're doing in social media. Yeah, awesome. I, I because appreciate I, I, and, it. And the reason yeah. is, I, I know that you're doing things that you know are going to to move the bottom line, right? I mean, that's the one thing that people yep. have a hard time figuring out when they're when they're dealing with social yep. media is, well, yeah, I, I I can get on Facebook. Mostly, it just feels like I'm wasting my time. And, yep, totally. And I can do that just about anywhere. So, 
Well, uh, and anything yeah, you want to add? That, that, that is all we care about because that's what that's what matters. I mean, hey. if if someone's going to spend money on something, then why spend money if it's not going to make you more? Absolutely. Hey, well, you know, one one last thing here. I I, I mentioned that you you know you were this uh, uh, brilliant young kid growing up and and had your own company before you were twenty one and blah 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 all of that stuff. And, and I'm not going to talk about your your work with NASA and your your Explorer Club stuff. But you've got a rock star wife, and, and I, I think you should probably mention that. <laughs> oh, yes. She is an inspiration for all. Her name is Hannah Lee, and uh, she is a, she's a, a singer. She's, uh, wow, just every time I think about her, sorry, I get kind of uh, out of words. Oh, uh, well, that's all Amazing. Right. She, yeah, she she is just an incredible person. I know I've seen so. some of her work on Facebook that you post now and then, and and uh, it's just very cool. It's that's kind of the the fun part about Facebook is you can stalk the people that you that you want to follow <laughs> and are interested in and and see what's going on in their lives a little bit. So, uh, yeah. Lee, what what's does she have a website? I'm sure you built her website. Yes, she has a website. It's Lee, H A N A dash L I dot com. H A. So it's H A N A dash L I dot com. Hana is H A N A. Okay. Yeah. So people should check that out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rafi. She is seriously an inspiration. That's what she cares about doing is making the world a better place. So check out her stuff for sure. Awesome, awesome, Rafi. Hey, I've I've really enjoyed uh, talking with you, uh, and uh, we're going to do this again soon. I hope. Yes, for sure. Okay. I, and I appreciate appreciate the opportunity and. Uh, and I'm going to keep stalking you and your stuff on Facebook and on the web because I can do that too. Sounds like fun. We'll see you out there on <laughs> on, uh, on the interwebs and the Facebooks. All right. Sounds All great, right. Dave. Thanks. My guest today on Branding Blog Radio has been uh, Rafi Pendery. Uh, Rafi is the uh, founder of uh, Studio 98 and uh, all of these other services that we talked about. I'll make sure and link to them in the, in the, uh, in the blog post so that you can go take a look at them uh, for yourself. They're, they're probably things you as a business owner ought to be looking at. I'm Dave Young. Thanks for joining me today on Branding Blog Radio.